It's the 9th of June. My name is Ben, and God has gathered us to say the daily office so that he might refresh our hearts as we listen to his word and pray. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall show forth your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 89, beginning at verse 38. I will sing of the steadfast love of the Lord forever. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. But now you have cast off and rejected. You are full of wrath against your anointed. You have renounced the covenant with your servant. You have defiled his crown in the dust. You have breached all his walls. You have laid his stronghold in ruins. All who pass by plunder him. He has become the scorn of his neighbors. You have exalted the right hand of his foes. You have made all his enemies rejoice. You have turned back the edge of his sword, and you have not made him stand in battle. You have made his splendor to cease and cast his throne to the ground. You have cut short the days of his youth. You have covered him with shame. How long, O Lord, will you hide yourself forever? How long will your wrath burn like fire? Remember how short my life is. For what vanity have you created all the children of man? What man can live and never see death? Who can deliver his soul from the power of Sheol? Lord, where is your steadfast love of old, which by your faithfulness you swore to David? Remember, O Lord, how your servants are mocked and how I bear in my heart the insults of all the many nations with which your enemies mock, O Lord, with which they mock the footsteps of your anointed. Blessed be the Lord forever. Amen and amen. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, a world without end. Amen. 1 Samuel chapter 3, beginning at verse 1. Now, the boy Samuel was ministering to the Lord in the presence of Eli. And the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no frequent vision. At that time, Eli, whose eyesight had begun to grow dim so that he could not see, was lying down in his own place. The lamp of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was lying down in the temple of the Lord, where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called Samuel, and he said, Here I am. And he ran to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. But he said, I didn't call. Lie down again. So he went and lay down. And the Lord called again, Samuel. And Samuel arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, be, uh, for you called me. But he said, I did not call you, my son. Lie down again. 
Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, and the word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. And the Lord called Samuel again for the third time. And he arose and he went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. Then Eli perceived that the Lord was calling the boy. Therefore Eli said to Samuel, Go, lie down, and if he calls you, you shall say, Speak, Lord, for your servant hears. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. And the Lord came and stood, calling as at other times, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel said, Speak, for your servant hears. Then the Lord said to Samuel, Behold, I am about to do a thing in Israel at which the two ears of everyone who hears it will tingle. On that day I will fulfill against Eli all that I have spoken concerning his house, from beginning to end. And I will declare to him that I am about to punish his house forever, for the inequity that he knew, because his sons were blaspheming God, and he did not restrain them. Therefore, I swear to the house of Eli that the inequity of Eli's house shall not be atoned for by sacrifice or offering forever. Samuel lay until morning, and he opened the doors of the house of the Lord, and Samuel was afraid to tell the vision to Eli. But Eli called Samuel and said, Samuel, my son. And he said, Here I am. And Eli said, What was it that he told you? Do not hide it from me. May God do so to you and more also if you hide anything from me of all that he has told you. So Samuel told him everything and hid nothing from him. And he said, It is the Lord. Let him do what seems good to him. Here ends the reading. The book of Acts, chapter 5, beginning at verse 27. And when the temple officers had brought the apostles, they set them before the council. And the high priest questioned them, saying, We strictly charged you not to teach in this name. Yet here you have filled Jerusalem with your teaching, and you intend to bring this man's blood upon us. But Peter and the apostles answered, We must obey God rather than men. The God of our fathers raised Jesus, whom you killed by hanging him on a tree. God exalted him at his right hand as leader and savior to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. And we are witnesses to these things. And so is the Holy Spirit whom God has given to those who obey him. And when they heard this, they were enraged and wanted to kill them. But a Pharisee in the council named Gamaliel, a teacher of the law, held in honor by all the people, stood up and gave orders to put the men outside for a little while. And he said to them, Men of Israel, take care what you are about to do with these men. For before these days, Theodos rose up, claiming to be somebody, and a number of men, about 400, joined him. He was killed, and all who followed him were dispersed and came to nothing. After him, Judas the Galilean rose up in the days of the census and drew away some of the people after him. He too perished, and all who followed him were scattered. So in the present case, I tell you, keep away from these men and let them alone. For if this plan or this undertaking is of man, it will fail. But if it is of God, you will not be able to overthrow them. 
you might even be found opposing God. So they took his advice. And when they had called in the apostles, they beat them and charged them not to speak in the name of Jesus and let them go. Then they left the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer dishonor for the name. And every day in the temple and from house to house, they did not cease teaching and preaching that the Christ is Jesus. Here ends the reading. And with a moment of silent prayer, let's reflect on what God has said to us through his word. Blessed are you, the God of our forebears, worthy to be praised and exalted forever. Blessed is your holy and glorious name, worthy to be praised and exalted forever. Blessed are you, glorious in your holy temple, worthy to be praised and exalted forever. Blessed are you who behold the depths, worthy to be praised and exalted forever. Blessed are you on the throne of your kingdom, worthy to be praised and exalted forever. Blessed are you in the heights of heaven, worthy to be praised and exalted forever. Blessed be the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, worthy to be praised and exalted forever. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Almighty and everlasting God, who has given unto us your servant's grace, by the confession of a true faith, to acknowledge the glory of the eternal Trinity and in the power of the divine majesty to worship the unity. We beseech thee that you would keep us steadfast in this faith and evermore defend us from all adversities, who lives and reigns one God, world without end. Amen. Almighty God, whose most dear Son, went not up to joy, but first he suffered pain, and entered not into glory before he was crucified. Mercifully grant that we, walking in the way of the cross, may find it none other than the way of life and peace. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. Lord God Almighty, ruler of the nations of the earth, give wisdom to the Prime Minister of Australia, Anthony Albanese and to the premiers and chief ministers of our states and territories, and to the members of parliament, and to all who hold office in this land. Grant that their decisions may be based on wise counsel, so that peace and welfare, truth and justice may prevail among us and make us a blessing to other nations through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Well, friends, we've said the daily office together once again. Uh, we've heard the voice of God by listening to his word, and we've drawn near to God through prayer. Uh, thank you for being a part of it. And it's worth reminding ourselves why we do this. Why do we pray? Why do we uh, read the Bible? 
uh, well, John Bunyan, uh, the great pastor of the 1600s and the, the author of the, the Christian allegory, The Pilgrim's Progress. It's a very famous book. You might have read it or heard of it. Uh, he once said this. He said, he who runs from God in the morning will hardly find him at the close of the day. Nor will he who begins with the world and the vanities thereof in the first place be very capable of walking with God all the day after. It is he who finds God in his closet, his prayer closet, <laughs> uh, that will carry the savior of him into his house, his shop, and in, <clears throat> and in his more open conversation. So why do we do things like morning prayer? Uh, we do it so that we'll be capable of walking with God all the day <laughs> and so that God will be with us in our day. Uh, well, friends, uh, God bless you uh, this Friday, wherever you are in Australia or even around the world. And uh, yeah, may you know the awesome power and glory and love of Jesus all day <laughs> in your house, in your shop and in your open conversation. <laughs> and let's finish by praying. Almighty God, you have promised to hear the petitions of those who ask in your son's name. Mercifully accept us who have now made our prayers to you and grant us those things which we have asked in faith according to your will. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. May the God of hope fill us with all joy and peace in believing through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs>